Hey, man. How you doing, sir? I'm very well, thank you for asking. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Congratulations on the new record, Typhoons. I listened to it twice in a row yesterday uh, evening. I, just such a great record, man. Congratulations. Oh, uh, thank you so much. What's your favorite songs? Oh, man. I mean, I love the singles that you put out. I'm really digging Typhoons a lot now. Song titles, I don't know them offhand, but I love this next to the last song on the record. Forget what Hold it was on. Called. Hold on. That is a great song. I mean, I love the first two records uh, immensely. And you guys just have this knack of writing these catchy tunes, record after record. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, and I, I, I wrote down here, I said, it's, it's kind of got a little bit of a dance vibe, but it still rocks. It absolutely is. Uh, a little diversion into um, some dance, yeah, especially like French dance music that we were into growing up, like Justice and Daft Punk and, and stuff like that, bands that were we thought were like rock bands but instead of playing guitars we had keyboards mm. and that really inspired us um through this record what was it like recording a record during a pandemic yeah it was uh interesting um obviously the pandemic has its real low points for a lot of people for us we shut away and it made us quite creative and gave us we we actually had an album um, in March 2020 when we were recording it and we had recorded quite a lot of it and then had to go into a lockdown. That was at the beginning of the, the pandemic. And it was a strange, a strange time because we didn't really know when we were going to go back into the studio. We were really stoked about the songs that we had written, but this extra time, all of a sudden these other songs started appearing to us in, this, in our studio in Brighton. And Mike was working down there just out of boredom, really. Typhoons, uh, Oblivion, Mad Visions and Limbo kind of revealed themselves to us. And we like there were songs that were never intended to be on the album. But all of a sudden, because of this extra time we had and this reflection on the record, these songs became apparent that we needed to put them on the record. And so it totally changed it, yeah. Uh, I, I saw you worked with a lot of different uh, producers and stuff, but uh, I noticed you worked with Josh from Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, and I saw that tour when it came around to, to Philadelphia. Uh, how did, it's from touring with them, is that how you kind of teamed up with them to do some, some tunes? Yeah. I mean, we only did, we did one tune that's on the record with him, and that's mm -hmm. Boilermaker. And then we did another two songs with him that are B-sides. But that was at the the beginning process of this record. We didn't really know what we were writing at the time, what kind of direction we wanted to go in. But yeah, being on the road with Queens, we got to see a masterclass every night. We loved Josh's songwriting and his production and, and his personality. He's such a good guy. And it was great having that experience in the studio with him. Speaking of touring, first time I saw you guys on stage, you, you had the task to open up before the Foo Fighters. And I had never seen you guys live. I, I knew the music and uh, listening to the records, but uh, I'm standing there watching two guys make all this noise. And when I say noise, beautiful noise. I mean, you're two guys up there and it's, you know, how did Mike come up with that guitar setup? And, and it's just, I've seen two man bands before, but nothing like you guys on stage. It's just such a full, full sound. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it comes down to the songwriting. I think once once we established a sound, it was like, cool, you know, we know we can do that now. It's about how we use it and how 
Yeah, it was kind of like having a bow and arrow and the the drums being the bow, the guitars being an arrow and being like, well, if, if you don't know how to use a bow and arrow and how they work together, then it's mm. just an arrow and a piece of string with a bit of wood, you know. But it's when you can put these together and you know how, how to use it is when it, it really takes action. And that that was songwriting for us and how to write these songs that not only had these big riffs and big big noise but also dynamically changed and and it, it, yeah it kept it kept re- being refreshed and being refreshing and so yeah we we really the the sound of it actually didn't what well, didn't bother us it was actually came became quite a joke of you know two guys making so much noise mm-hmm. it was like we, we could do that if we both have recorders if we you know if an amplifiers but it was about that how we articulated songs together which i think made it powerful so uh what was it like touring with mr Grohl? oh incredible i mean we had a bit of a false start because he broke his leg we're meant to be playing like wembley stadium and stuff and then he went and fell off the stage <laughs> and then yeah then he had this chair made and yep that the chair changed everything the chair meant we were able to play shows and go on tour with the Foo Fighters, which was a dream come true. You know, those those guys are absolute monsters. And they would what really impressed me without them is how much they love playing music. They would play, they would play for like hours before they went on stage in, in their wow. jam room. And how, you know, Dave is such a lovely person and he he wants to get around everyone and say hello to everyone and make sure that everyone's doing all right. And which is lovely, but he's a man that is sought after. And I, I mean, I can't get how tired that man must be after a, a day's work. But yeah, but I've always, I've always said he's like the hardest working man in music. He always has something going on. Yeah, and he's always so upbeat and and has time for people. He's is amazing. Like I never saw him have a bad day. He always made bad situations great. I remember playing a show and it was a huge show and there was a massive storm and we managed to just play and get off stage and it was to like a hundred thousand people or something like that and we we managed to just get off stage and they were like right here you know it's their turn to go on with everyone looking at the weather forecast and then this they had a um a sheet in front of them and i remember just getting battered with the rain and everyone was soaked and it came up and just flooded them. And they played, I think they played two songs and they had to go get off stage. And that was the end of the gig. But the way that Dave, um, he wasn't bummed out. I mean, he was sad for the fans, yeah. but it, he made the best of that situation. You know, he he did his best to stay on that stage. Uh, speaking of touring, obviously it's a new record. Obviously there's still uh, the pandemic uh, hanging around. Uh, what What do you foresee your possibility of doing some shows and what do you think it's going to be like? I've been asking a lot of artists that. What do you think it's going to be like when we get to the other side of this? Yeah, I mean, we've got, we've just announced a tour for next year um, in the UK. We're planning to play a couple of festivals in the summer here. Um, Hopefully by the end of the year, we can get out of this country and, and do some other stuff, but we take every day as it comes. You know, we're not out of the, out of the rough yet, Uh, but uh, we've just seen a ba- one of our friends are in a band called uh, Blossoms and mm-hmm. they've just played the the first gig back and it was to 5,000 people in a tent and 
the feeling I got when I watched that was like, it was almost emotional. <laughs> it was like <laughs> just seeing people together and live music again was, yeah. But when it comes back, it's going to be wild. I know as, as a fan of live music, and, and friends there just saying, I just want to go to a concert. I got to imagine it's equal on the other side of that, as far as you as being a performer and in a band that you just want to get up on stage. Cause I'm sure you haven't been home this long in a long yeah. time and not touring. I know it's, it's mad. Yeah. We can't wait to get out there. It's to be honest though, it's been nice to be at home for a bit because yeah, it's not, we're never at home for this long. And it's uh, we've got to see our friends. Well, we haven't got to see our friends or family much, but We've got to be like live at home and be in Brighton for a bit and kind of reflect on the crazy five years we've had. Well, it's been a great five years as far as the music goes. Uh, every record you put out, uh, for me, tremendous. Uh, your live show is tremendous. I always say, got to go see Royal Blood do a live show and, and hopefully we'll get to see that really, uh, really soon. Yeah, I mean, in the meantime, any live streaming i think you did something earlier in the year didn't you you did like kind of like a mini show yeah the live stream thing just doesn't cut it for us no. uh we've we've done a few like little sessions and things here and there but without we've really found that without a live audience it it sucks playing these songs to no one yeah we just can't wait to for that energy to be back in a in a room together well, I foresee uh, Typhoons joining uh, two other records that were put out this year, the new Foo Fighters record, Medicine at Midnight, I love, and new Chevelle record, I love as well. But I have a feeling all three are going to get equal play now. Yeah, I, you know what? The live music or the new music's coming out. It's going to keep coming out because you guys have really had nothing else to do but make music. And then, like you said, it's going to be wild when, when touring starts again because everybody's going to be out in the room. And, that's uh, it. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. As long as yeah. you can do it safe. As long as you can be safe. Absolutely. I agree with you. Well, Ben, I thank you for uh, taking some time. Typhoon's available now. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, looking forward to some more singles. I'll learn the song titles, I promise. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely a record that you, you need to see these songs perform live. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, thank you very much for having me. No problem, Ben. All the best, and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Cheers, ma'am.